Stuart. Hi there, Craig. How you doing? So you decided to uh, switch this to Zoom. I did, yeah. It works. It works better for this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Awesome. Let me um let me uh close everything that might make any noise whatsoever. Otherwise I would get a notification or something right in the middle of doing this. You know how that works. I do. It can be extremely distracting, can't it? Yes. All right, cool. We should be good now, I hope. We'll see. So, uh, you got the questions, I hope. I did. I did. Um, is I mean, we booked 45 minutes for this. Um, you know, when Tom does it, it's, you know, seven questions in seven minutes. So I don't know how much time you want to allot to actually doing this. 45 minutes. So if you want to talk for half an hour, we've got half an hour. Um, you okay. Know. It, it won't be, it, you know, if, if we start getting a discussion going on, ask questions and we'll we'll keep going. But, you know, if it's all over in 10 minutes, it's all over in 10 minutes. It's all about okay. how you want to start talking. So, you know, it will be quite dynamic in that. And, and because, you know, because, um, you know, we've got this bit before I actually hit the go live button as well. Uh, we've got a bit of opportunity to sort of shape that. But but for me, it's a discussion between two two business people. So, okay, cool. You know, find myself getting intrigued and asking a question or two in addition to the ones that I put out there. They're they're just the basic ones that we'll start with. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Ask a lot of, ask a lot of questions. That's for sure. That would be good. That's cool. Okay. So um, just, just what's it, what's the valuable free resource or free action that you're going to highlight? There's a, um, there's a a webpage on my, uh, it's visionaryresults.com slash free stuff. Um, so that's where to go to get all this stuff. And then the, um, the download is what I call the strategic capabilities matrix. So there's a, uh, there will be a worksheet right now. It's in, it's in Airtable. So, but I'm going to change it into a PDF. So there'll be a, a PDF worksheet of the strategic capabilities matrix. Okay. So uh, we can. I mean, you can just talk about that. When I when I post this out to the email list, those those links will also go in, so you can you can sort of be sure that they'll get um, they'll get out. When I post, you know, although now it's it's it, when I um, edit it and get it on YouTube and things like that, then um, then I'll put those links in as well. So right. uh, you get all those those places. Um, but yeah, no, there's not seven minutes for this. There's you know, anywhere between 15 and half an hour, depending upon how long we go. Perfect. Now, how do you want to describe me, Craig? What would you like me to say? I mean, you know, other than, you know, you get business owners' results, how do you want, how do you want me to sort of introduce you when, when we go live? Um, let me... Put it in the chat. Ah, it's brilliant. Thank you.
Okay. I like it. I like it. All cool. right. Awesome. Um, so I'll hit the words go live, which uh, starts the recording and everything. Um, and we're just, just going to have a chat. Perfect. Sounds fun. Love it. Okay. Thanks, Craig. Um, hitting the go live button now. It's preparing to live stream. Okay. Hi again, everyone. Welcome to It's Not Rocket Science, Five Questions Over Coffee. I'm here today with Craig Paxson. Craig is the creator of the Visionary Results System, which is a three-step method that helps business owners turn their vision into predictable, scalable results. I like the sound of this, Craig. I think this is something that is much needed for, uh, for the world. Business owners don't know how to turn their vision into something which is deliverable let alone scalable so i think this is going to be a great conversation welcome to the podcast thanks Stuart. i'm uh, i'm happy to be here so it's going to be fun so, so, so craig let's start by sort of understanding who that ideal client is that person that really needs the uh, scalable results that you deliver yeah so i work with uh, with business owners and executives usually between businesses um between 1 and 15 million who are tired of chasing their business Mm-hmm. So what do I mean by chasing their business? So, you know, something happens in the business. Uh, somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do. And so they go chase down that person to make sure that they actually do it. Mm-hmm. A client leaves or threatens to leaves and they go, they go chase that client. Um, they need to get more revenue. And so they go out chasing new clients or chasing different places to get revenue. The market changes for some reason. COVID happens or a new competitor comes in and they end up chasing. They just, all they're doing is chasing, chasing, chasing. So if, uh, if you're a, a business owner and you are tired of chasing your business, then uh, the system can help. Craig, I love the sound of this. I think this is a brilliant, brilliant message. So tell us about those common mistakes people try to uh, make when they're trying to solve that problem without any help. Yeah. Uh, well, the, one of the first ones is that a lot of business owners, um, they don't really understand the market. They don't understand what the market needs, what the market wants, um, the things that are coming down the down the, the road that are going to impact the market, right? Whether that is regulatory changes or technological changes or things like the pandemic, and so they don't really understand they don't understand the market. So so the position that they do, what makes them different than the other thousand people who do what they do, they don't really have a good way to do that. And so the way they sell is they chase those clients. And usually the business owner is the person who is selling and it's all about personal relationships. And that goes only so far, right? If you, if, uh, if you're not that different than everybody else, then you end up competing on two things. One of them is the fact that you can play golf with somebody or take them out for drinks, uh, or the fact that your price is lower and yeah. nobody wants to live there, right? Um, so that's one of the one of the common mistakes that people make. The other mistake that they have is they don't really have um, something that's executable. So their 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 strategy, and I put that in quotes, their strategy um, isn't really a strategy because it's not grounded in the market like we just talked about. But also, it's not really able to be executed on a day to day basis. What they do on a day to day basis does not make their company. Uh, different, it does not make their company better, it does not make their company easier to run, 
And so that's when they end up chasing. They're chasing the market. They're chasing the portions of the company that aren't performing well. Um, and then they're trying to figure out why when person X did this, did it not impact our profitability or our customer satisfaction or it didn't resolve this customer complaints because they haven't, they don't understand the market and they haven't put in systems to, to make sure they're delivering what the market wants. That's a, it's a common problem, Craig. It's, uh, it's something that we all see, I guess, as, as coaches and consultants all day is, is the number of people that don't think through the end to end, uh, impact of something they do. And you end up in a situation where somebody t- turns around and says, well, I never expected that, that unintended consequence that always sort of crops up and you sit there and go, I think if you thought about it for five minutes, but you haven't had the time to think, have you? You've been right. busy, 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 not busy spending days. time thinking. Yes, yes, busy chasing. And I think for, for, you know, a lot of not just business owners, but us as people, we want to start acting immediately, right? We want to go do. So, you know, even if, even if an organization is, um, has the wherewithal to say, we're going to have a, you know, a strategic planning retreat, right? Well, where they first start, they first start talking about is what are the projects that we're going to do this year, right? And so now they're just adding on to-dos. So they've got what they normally do as a business. Now they're adding on all this, what they call strategy, these extra projects and to-dos, which usually don't get done, or they get done half haphazardly. Um, or when they do get done, they didn't really affect the market, the way they're positioned in the market. They didn't affect how they how they execute, how they deliver stuff to the market. Because they didn't, they weren't rooted in the market. They weren't rooted in what customers want, what customers need. So we always want to go first to this. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And uh, so, so what I've developed that I think really helps is what I call the strategic capabilities matrix. And so think of a matrix. It's a four by five matrix. There's four columns. Every business from Amazon or General Electric down to the smallest mom and pop bakery has four main functions. These functions are, they need to sell their product or service. They need to deliver that product or service. They need to collect the money that's owed to them for that delivery. And then they need to govern the organization. They need to file their taxes. They need to hire people. They need to train people, right? So every business has those four functions. A lot of times uh, we think about, you know, what the function of a business are, sales, IT, finance, um, uh, operations, right? But all of those things really just come down to those four basic pillars, those four functions, sell, deliver, collect, and govern. We don't sell it, we don't have any revenue. We don't deliver it, customers aren't going to pay us. Uh, or we're not going to get repeat customers. We're not going to get new customers. We don't collect the money that's owed to us somehow, whether that that is we're collecting on the front end through credit card payments or we're sending out an invoice afterwards, then we're not going to have any cash. We're going to go out of business. And if we don't file our taxes, if we don't hire people the proper way, those kinds of things, we're not going to have an organization that, that, that can exist. So those are the four, the four columns in this, in the matrix, the strategic capabilities matrix. The, there's five rows now in the strategic capabilities matrix. The first one is key processes. What are the key processes that we need to do in each of those four different functions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the key processes to sell, deliver, collect, and govern? So that's the that's the first thing. What are the key processes that we need to do? 
The second one is, uh, what is the, what are the organizational policies that we need to have in place again to sell, deliver, collect and govern the organization, right? Policies are the most easily changed, but also the probably the most powerful um, things that we can have. They're just the rules that govern the organization. Think about how different an organization is if the salespeople are 100% commission versus 0% commission. No yeah, commission, yeah. right? And that's just the organizational policy, right? The third, uh, the third row in this matrix is skills and abilities. What are uh, the skills? What are the skills and abilities that are needed, again, for each of the four functions, sell, deliver, collect, and govern, right? This is all about the people. Then finally, the, the next row is the, the last row. Oh, I forgot one, but anyway, that is a, a right, tool give, give us all five. This is brilliant stuff, Craig. Yeah. Tools and resources. Ah, good one. Right? So, you know, what are the tools and resources? That might be websites or equipment, you know, delivery trucks. Um, you know, a certain software package, whatever it is. Again, what are the tools and resources that we need? And then the other, the last one is organizational structure. Okay. What does the organizational structure, what should it look like, again, in order to sell, deliver, collect, and govern, right? So organizational structure can be and includes who reports to who, uh, you know, uh, what that, that, that the typical org chart looks like, but it can also be and needs to be thought about in how does information flow yeah. between different people and how are decisions made? Who yeah. can make what kinds of decisions, right? So that's all part of organizational structure. Normally we think of structure as just as the org chart, but we also need to think about for this particular process of, of selling, the processes of selling, let's say, how does how does information about that sales process need to flow through the organization and who makes the decisions for that sales process at what time? Right. So that's no, all is, part of organizational structure. This is really interesting stuff, Craig, because I spend a lot of my time as a as a coach consultant talking to business owners who are trying to get their business um, ready for sale, ready to exit. Right. You know, um, most business owners will naturally think that they can easily hand this over to somebody maybe it's somebody that they already worked with like a supplier or a, a manufacturer of their product or or somebody somebody they know maybe a family member a lot of them will also turn around and say well you know i'll get three or four times the order book for this business yet you can get six or seven times if you've got the sort of structure that you've talked about there Absolutely. where key things have been identified because somebody will pay for the value of yeah. being able to pick up a simple document and go, I understand how this business works and I can make it better or I can, or I can integrate it better. And yeah. it's such a, it's such a shame that too many business owners are not taking the opportunity when they're doing these sort of reviews to actually put in place the sort of strategic review that you're talking about where people understand how the business works so yes. they can prove it or indeed so they can sell it. Yes, absolutely. And it makes the business easier to run, right? If we go through this process of determining the capabilities that are required, this, this whole capabilities matrix, the key processes that we need are the processes that we do every day in yeah. the business, right? So strategy isn't something piled on top of what we do. Strategy is what we do. Yes. Right. Um, and then the strategic projects that we want to put in place, strategic initiatives are are really projects to either create or improve these capabilities. 
right? Whether that's a key process that isn't doing exactly what it needs to do, maybe it's too expensive, it's it's not doesn't have high enough quality. Whether that is we lack a resource, we lack a uh, in, in the way we're going to approach the market, we know that we need to have a different um, way of interacting with the clients when we deliver um, our service. And so now we want a tool or resource on the delivery column, the delivery function. We want a tool or resource of a, a new method of interacting with our clients. And, and that so now that's a project to put that in place. So we can tie in the strategy with our day-to-day um, stuff and the projects, our strategic projects, to make our business better. And how many people, when it came to the recent pandemic, that didn't have an online presence that needed one and had no idea how important that was without something like this to really guide them and say, your website isn't functioning because that's become your primary sales source and possibly even your primary method of collecting the money. Absolutely. you know, there are too many out there that act as a sales brochure, but they don't collect money. And in the online world, suddenly that's a missing that you hadn't even realized was going to be there. A simple matrix gives you that clear understanding. We need to improve the way we collect money on our website. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's brilliant. Yes. Now, I suspect, Craig, from what you've been saying, your valuable free resource is going to be something along the lines of, a document that we can download to have a look at some of this stuff. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. So if uh, my, my, my valuable free resource is at visionaryresults.com uh, slash free stuff, all one word, F-R-E-E-S-T-U-F-F. And there's lots of resources to download there. One of them is the strategic capabilities matrix. So it's a PDF that has some instructions on it. And then it has an example matrix. Um, that you can use to to fill out. Um, and then uh, to go along with that, there is also a document to do quarterly planning to basically turn that capabilities matrix into something that you can utilize day to day on what you actually do in your business. Awesome. So there's there's a second a second download for that. But yeah, the strategic capabilities matrix, go download it at visionaryresults.com slash free stuff. I'll make sure that link is in the is in the notes in the comments below because I think that's something that people are going to be really interested in. So, Craig, this is fascinating stuff. Is there a particular concept book, program, or talk that led you to this this uh, this 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 thinking? There's not really one. Um, I'm a I'm extremely well read. I've read hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of books. Um, you know, when, when it comes to strategy, a lot of people think it can be very academic, um, theoretical. You know, one of the one of the leaders in strategy is Michael Porter. Um, and, you know, if you look at some of the Michael Porter books, they're very thick. They're very academic. You know, he's a he's a professor at Harvard. Um, but one of the books that I really that I learned a lot from about Michael Porter is called Understanding Michael Porter by Joan Magretta. And it really breaks down strategy, the way Michael Porter has strategy into something that's a lot simpler to digest, understand, and act upon. Mm-hmm. So that, that book, um, and then Blue Ocean Strategy, those, oh. those two things will teach you more, um, about strategy and how to really understand how you compete in the market. Um, so I really highly recommend those two particular books. Love Blue Ocean Strategy. Absolutely love it. Okay, so what's the one question that I should have asked you uh, that I haven't, and uh, and what's the answer? <laughs> oh, do you want the answer too? Oh, yeah. 
Um, so, so, you know, one question I think is, you know, uh, what are the misconceptions about strategy? And so, you know, we touched on this a little bit earlier by talking about how, you know, people layer strategy on top and, um, people think that strategy and they label things strategy because they're big picture, they're high level, they're long term. So therefore they're strategy. Well, just because something takes a long time to accomplish doesn't mean it's strategic. Just because something seems high level doesn't mean it's strategic. So my definition of strategy is this, and I think this is putting this into people's brains and having them repeat this over and over and over will help them really understand what strategy is and make it part of their daily business life. Strategy is simply the capabilities required to compete in the market and obtain the desired organizational results. That's it. That's what strategy is. Strategy is not about doing. Strategy is simply that definition. What are the capabilities that we need as an organization to compete in the market and obtain the results that we want? Once we know those, those capabilities inside the strategic capabilities matrix, now we can start to go execute. Now we can go make those capabilities a reality. That's execution. Execution is is making the capabilities a reality. Strategy is determining what the capabilities are. Brilliant definition. Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, Craig, this has been a fascinating discussion. Really appreciate your time. Uh, I would encourage pretty much everybody listening at the moment to get and have a look at that uh, those those documents that you've described on your res. Say again for us, it's visionary results forward slash free stuff. Visionaryresults.com forward slash free stuff. Free stuff. Brilliant stuff. Look, Craig, I hope I hope everybody goes and gets it because I think it's a really important topic. I think it's absolutely fantastic the way you've just described it so clearly. Just answers so many problems. I love what you what you're doing. Thank you so much for being on. If you'd like to keep up with what we're doing here, people, uh, if you go to tca.fyi forward slash subscribe, you'll get notifications of great interviews like this I'm doing with Craig. You can also read when, uh, when people like Craig come on and, and, and get some of the stuff that he's talking about. So I'd encourage you to go to tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. Get on the, the, the newsletter mailing list so that you can actually see more and more of this stuff. Craig, it's been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate the time you spent with us. I sincerely hope that we can all get onto that uh, website and download those uh, those free um, resources that you've mentioned. And thank you very much for being with us. Thank you, Stuart. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. No problem at all. And we're done. Yeah, awesome. That was beautiful. Uh, oh, okay. Well, we spent about 20 minutes talking, so that's not bad. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Oh yeah, I love doing this stuff. Yeah, I can talk. I could actually talk all day about it, but you know, it's it's. I, I love the way you're putting it because it is it is so simple. You know, when you when you, you you have a matrix like that, it makes it so clear where things are missing in an organization. You know, as I was saying, I was working with an organization that came to the pandemic. They had to shut all their shops. Um, they had no online presence. Had they had a simple view of what they needed to start improving? It would have meant that, you know, they didn't start with the blank canvas. What should we do to, to overcome this problem? I right. got involved with them slightly after this situation, by which stage I'd already said to them, 
you know, one of the things you've got a problem here is you've now got a shop front, but you've got no way of collecting money. You, you, you're just not collecting any money. Uh, and the way they were expecting to collect money was get people to order and then send in a check or whatever. And it was like, you no, know, this is this is never going to fly, Peter. You know, so yeah. he had so much work to do at the beginning of the pandemic because he was just unable to to fully identify exactly where his problems were. Right. Yes. Yes. I love this. That really? is great. That was brilliant. I love it. Thank you. I'll get I'll get, um, I'll, I'll get that uh, a small amount of editing. We'll get it posted out. You know, uh, if there's if there's a webinar or anything coming up you want to, to highlight, let, let me know and we'll we'll get that out as well. Okay. All right. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate it, Stuart. No problem, Craig. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye.